My brothers, good morning. This is your boy Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. Does money run your soul? Sit back and relax. Welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On fire. <laughs> So it was roughly uh, the year 2000. I was a football coach at a local high school where I lived. Defensive coordinator, it was a Thursday night. The JV team was on the road playing the school we were about to play in our homecoming game. And I was out there with our team getting them warmed up. Now, I grew up football. American football was like, my life. I didn't really care about anything else. Even during basketball season, we were playing catch with the football on the basketball court before practice. It just, everything else I did in my life was simply to buy time before we could get to football practice, lift weights, and play ball. Uh, and so here I was as a coach because that's all I actually wanted to do. I loved the sport so much. I just wanted to be, and, and my coaches had had such an impact on my life. You know, my, my head coach was more like my father uh, at the time, because my dad was traveling so much, he was never around. And I spent, honestly, more time with my my football coach in high school talking about uh, serious stuff than I probably did my father. Again, no discredit to who my dad was. My dad hustled his ass off to provide for our family and uh, gave me the ability to, to even have, you know, the opportunity to go to the school I went to. My parents had moved from one city to another. My mom interviewed five of the local high school head coaches before she decided on where we were going to live uh, so that I could get the greatest shot after we moved from Central California up to Washington uh, for me to be able to pursue my passions in football. And that was a huge sacrifice. My dad was required to take on some some different jobs in order to be able to support that move. And so don't, don't take any of my comments here uh, as somehow my dad's an asshole or he wasn't there for me. That's This is not that speech. But my, my football coach was kind of one of my major role models as a kid. And so it, it was a good thing for me I thought to become a football coach because I love the sport. I loved coaching, uh, coaching uh, boys uh, at the time, uh, young athletes. Didn't really like PE. That was my degree was physical education, secondary education teacher. And truth was, I hated coaching PE because 90% of those kids didn't want to be there and their parents didn't support fitness, etc. So working with athletes was a big deal. So there I was. Thursday night, and I love Thursday nights with high school football because high school football is just, man, there's something about big-time high school football that just is, like, outlandishly exciting. Uh, college football is a little, has its own angle to that, and professional football has its own angle, but, man, I'm telling you, there is something, like, at the heart and soul of American football when it comes to high school Friday night lights. And, uh, you know, four or 5,000 people in a stadium and a football game happening with kids who literally feel like their lives are on the line. Like, live or die is dependent upon victory or loss. And um, so there I was, a coach, very fun position. I remember having my visor down low, my polo, my coaching polo T-shirt on, or uh, shirt on, uh, my shorts. Wind was kind of blowing from from left to right. I just, I just remember it distinctly as this the, the breeze is hitting me and I'm there coaching. 
I'm there coaching uh, on this field and the fresh pain and the fresh cut grass and my boys are running back and forth and I got the whistle and the, just on the tips of my tip of my lips uh, to in order to blow for the drills and the different activities. I'm sitting there hat low, sunglasses on, and I have this this question that enters my mind, and the question is simply this: Is this what you were born to do? Uh, about a week later, uh, that question itself sparked a conversation with with one of my friends who introduced me to a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I read this book and my mind and life was changed forever. And Rich Dad, in the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he introduced this possibility that I could be an entrepreneur. And the crazy part was, is initially the drive, I think, was money. But more than anything, it was just expansion. I remember looking at my, the head football coach at the time at the high school I was a defensive coordinator with, and he had been there for 25 years, and I sat him down, and I said, Brother, what, what, what do you think, man? Should I stay in this profession or not? And he said, Bro, you got way too much talent. You got to go, go build something big and then come back and coach because you want to because if not, you'll end up being in a position like me where, where you want to be here, but you, you can't. Like it's a struggle financially to be here and continue to be a coach and support your families. I just go and so I left the coaching industry and I went into uh, banking. And one of the things that was interesting about the first rise and how I made decisions as a banker in the beginning areas of my business life was I was driven by whether or not we could make money. Like this was the primary driver, and what I did or did not do was can we get paid? Now, this time as banking continued to rise, this question again sparked the reading of a book. And I share that with you because your biggest changes in your reality are going to come about by the kinds of questions that you allow yourself to entertain. Most people are so fucking closed-minded, they will not even open themselves up to even hear anything, to even have a question, to even consider a possibility, let alone to do anything about these deep questions that open up inside their soul that ultimately could have them challenge and question the way they believe about God, the way they believe about making money, the way they believe about marriage, the way they believe about life. And so there I was with this question, finding myself after reading this book, which sparked and entertained this new possibility of making money as a mortgage banker, then with my own business within a year after getting into mortgages, over 40 different employees, and within two or three years, like my life is like going crazy. Now, it's not because I'm some exceptional entrepreneur at the time. It's because I'm hungry as hell and I have nothing. And so I'm willing to chase greatness. And in that place, one of the rules that I was taught by the people I surrounded myself with at the time, that as long as everybody's getting paid, it doesn't matter. And so like most people in the banking industry, things started to get bent a little bit, a.k.a. the rules. And the crazier part was, was when the banks were the ones telling you to break the rules. Like they would set the policies down as an underwriter and say, here's what needs to be done. But then they would tell you, well, why don't you just send it to us looking like this, this, and this, and it'll all be good. And this is when no income, no asset type mortgages were available. And essentially, if you had a heartbeat, you could get a mortgage. And so everybody was owning a home. Everybody was refinancing. Everybody was buying real estate. I don't know how it was around the world, but in the United States, that's how it was. And uh, so I learned throughout this year after year that the, the rules or the truth didn't really matter. What really mattered was, can you get it approved? And is everybody getting paid? As long as everybody's getting paid, then cool, let's do this. And so deals would come across my desk and I would, I would evaluate whether or not we should do this deal based upon one factor and one factor only, which is, do we all get paid? If we get paid, awesome, then we fucking do the deal. Well, fast forward to 2015, and 
although it's powerful and you must, as a business owner, be driven by profitability. Otherwise, you don't have a business. So I love people who are trying to make a difference who launch nonprofits and then try to run the nonprofit like it was some kind of handout experience with, uh, you know, Girl Scout cookies in front of an element in front of uh, the grocery store. Listen, you got to be profitable as a business. This is not what I'm saying. Money is important. Money is crucial to the success of your family life. It's crucial to the success of your business. But here is the caveat I'm going to have you consider in the piece that changed my life. Because my governing true north was simply do we all get paid, there was nothing else to balance this. And like a two by four nailed against the wall with one nail in one side, my two by four could spin any direction at any time, rotating around this one pivot point, which was do we all get paid? Well, this ended up failing on me. It failed on me because I wasn't driven by a higher code. I wasn't driven by a higher purpose. I wasn't driven by a higher calling. I was driven by do we get paid. And this is not enough. It's not enough because what starts to happen is you start to worship the money. The money itself becomes your God. It becomes your idol. The money, if it's only driver that you choose to have as your focal point for business and for life, if money becomes your sole and exclusive driver, you are fucked before you even begin. So what is the second driver? What is the second driver and why are you fucked? You're fucked because you end up worshiping this thing. There's no moral compass. Because if the only thing that matters is getting paid, then there slowly and subtly there will become a game of justification that's built in your mind to do business and to do business with certain people. Like I hear entrepreneurs all the time, well, I don't even like my clients. I was like, that's a fucking problem. That's a problem, and the only reason that you would be doing business with people that you do not love, do not care about, or do not enjoy being in their company is because you are driven by a moral compass that simply says, I must get paid. The problem is this doesn't build the life, and the bigger problem is, is it doesn't give you the big fucking balls that you need to take a stand because you become a whore to the money. So what is the second nail? See, if you take that two by four that's nailed on the left side to the wall and you're going to nail the right side of that two by four down so that now you've got a two by four that is squarely laid across maybe like the doorway, that you'll cross the doorway. Now you take the nail and you pound that right side in and you've got this flat two by four. Shit, you can do pull-ups on this thing now, given you got to have pretty fun, strong fingers, but you can do pull-ups. You can hang on it. It's got foundation to it. It's got a check and balance system here in the United States, given I get that the governmental system and the way it's built is flawed inherently in the way that we are operating. I totally get this. But Congress and the Senate were built to try to offset each other. Now they circle jerk each other all day long here in the United States. I get it. But they were built as a foundation. The founding fathers of the United States of America built this foundational Congress and Senate as a way to build checks and balances with each other so that there was a way to be able to have a new perspective on what you were deciding to do. The president sits in the middle between the Congress and the Senate and attempts to get things moving forward. Well, you stand between these two nails. On the left side, the money. On the right side, spiritual calling and purpose. See, it's the why around the money. It's the who fucking cares around the money. It's the where are you trying to go around the money. It's the why are you trying to build this around the money. See, if you lack the power and capacity to actually answer that question, the why around what you're doing... If you have no higher purpose, then every single deal that presents itself to you that can make money will make sense. But once you start to bring this second piece in, what you bring into focus is a different perspective. 
It's like having one eye shut and then you open up the second eye and your peripheral opens up. You make different decisions. You avoid different catastrophes. You, you, you move in different directions because you have two eyes to see, not just one. Now, purpose itself allows you to walk from the money. Purpose allows you to look at a deal, look at a client, look at a situation and say, no, not because that person's wrong, not because the deal is bad, not because the people that you're talking to are wrong, horrible, broken, wicked, or sinners. But simply based upon your purpose and your moral compass that says, here is the vision for my life. Here is the vision for the kind of business I want to run. Here's the vision for the kind of money and the way I make it and the lifestyle around it that I am committed to. And if I say yes to these things simply for profitability, then I say no to my purpose and to my lifestyle. And if I say no to my purpose and my lifestyle, pretty soon the money itself becomes my captor and I become the captive and it becomes my master and I become the slave. I have now created an idol and I've placed that idol before God. But when I have have purpose, an essential problem that I feel called to solve in the world, and men at the core must be about a holy calling, because if they are not, money itself is too powerful, and it will pull a man to the darkest recesses of the life that he has been given in order to pursue an insatiable desire of an accumulation and acquisition of money. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people use this as justification not get paid, and they become big-ass pussies, and they hide in the sidelines. They don't fucking do the work. That's not what I'm allowing to. You try to hide behind God on this one, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. But when you put these two in place, you have a different perspective. So when I recommitted to rebuild my empire in 2008, my wife and I began to rebuild our businesses. The one thing we're committed to is that what we do, we must feel called to. What we do, we must feel a desire towards. What we do, we must feel like we are making a massive difference in the world. And I'm not saying that in banking and mortgages, you can't make a massive difference in the world. That's not what I'm saying. Don't misunderstand me. What I'm saying is in your world, you better be able to clearly look at the wall and see in your two by four Number one, clear targets about profitability. And number two, clear targets about purpose-driven living. And a why that surrounds the drive that you have to make the money. If you have those two, life itself is radically different. So here's my question for you today, my friend. If you look into your world when it comes to money right now, where in your life have you allowed money to run your soul? Run your soul and make you a slave simply because you have not gotten clear about the why around the money. And the second challenge for you is this, is to sit down and journal today some possibilities of why. What is the driver for you? When I went into business, I didn't realize that I was just as excited about expanding and becoming something more as a man and as a, as a son of God than I, as I was about making the money. Nowadays, if money was the only driver, I can guarantee you there is no possible way that I would do Wega Warrior. Wega Warrior is a labor of love. It is like a calling. It's damn near like a church for me. It's, it's a sharing of a message that matters. But there are a thousand other ways I could make more money that would be significantly less stressful than what we do here in this brotherhood. And so for me, there's a very clear why. And when that why and that drive with my skill sets and business align, what you have is power. Same thing with hair. If my wife was just about doing hair, it would be different. But because she has a purpose and a why around it, and because I have a purpose and a why around it, it creates all kinds of new possibilities that wouldn't exist otherwise. 
Your purpose and your profitability matter simultaneously. So write that down and see what you come up with. So as we wrap up today's Daily Fuel, here's a couple of different reminders for you. If you're not currently subscribed to iTunes, in iTunes at Warrior on Fire, head on over to iTunes and get yourself subscribed today at Warrior on Fire. Also, if you're not accessing currently the daily action guides available on demand at the palm of your hand for free via email with all the key tips and tricks from each of these Daily Fuel as well as the key question, challenge, and a quote of the day, head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in and click Submit now. Now. Along with that, you're going to have access to a private quarters of video training available exclusively for our subscribers on Warrior on Fire that I think you're really going to enjoy. Help to take you deeper in these concepts of having it all, living the core four by driving through life with the code. On the other side of the equation, we've got the before and after case studies, documentary movies available that show the before and after of warrior men and men who are choosing to take on this lifestyle around the world over 17 different countries. And what happens inside their families, inside their lives, inside their marriages, inside their kingdoms when they choose to live at this higher calling. Check that out today at wakeupwarrior.com. Put your email address and click submit and we'll be delivering that documentary to you right away. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Edgar J. White signing off saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon and good night. Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Warrior. Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Wow.